Hi guys, this show is Miss Anonymous. You are now checked into the rehab. So this is actually a freestyle episode. And the reason why I'm doing this episode is one, because I didn't drop an episode last week. Shame on me. And then two, because some of the feedback that I've gotten from a few of the listeners is just asking to know a little bit about Miss Anonymous. So I thought it might be fun not to necessarily talk about a particular topic, but just freestyle and just chit chat, which I've actually never done. I've never even done that on my radio. Um, And for those of you that haven't heard the history of the rehab show, The rehab show originally started on WBMB, which is a radio station in New York City. And it was on air for about three years. And it was absolutely remarkable because I walked into the studio with no clue. Like, literally, it was just me wanting to make a difference wanting to have a platform to influence people and to make an impact any type of an impact whether that was having people think differently making people laugh giving people a different perspective into relationships or life or giving advice and in hopes of people benefiting from that advice, uh, raising awareness about issues that a lot of people shied away from talking. And we spoke about everything, literally everything in life. And relationships to me have always been extremely fascinating. And for those of you that know my background, as I've shared in some of the episode, I originally was trying to be or wanting to be a psychologist. So human behavior has just always been so fascinating. And I think relationships are very interesting because the dynamics in different types of relationships and what they bring out of us and what they bring out of the other person is very, very cool, experimental, and exciting to really dissect. And when you think about it, as human beings, we're always in groups or packs. Even the people say, that say that they're a loner, you may be a loner for a certain part of your, your day or your week or your month. But in essence, most people, we have to interact with others. So relationships to me have just always been very dynamic and surprising and just something really cool to look at and study because they're always shifting because when you think about relationships even relationships with ourselves they're always changing and it's just fascinating to see the same individual behave differently or feel differently when they interact with different people And I've noticed that a lot in my life where there's people that have brought out the best in me and the people that have brought out the worst in me. So 
when I had started the radio station, the radio show, I wish I would have started the radio station. It was the rehab show because the concept was when you check into the rehab, everything gets better. And everything gets better, not because you have recovered from whatever it is, but the first step in changing your life or in thinking differently or looking at relationships from a different perspective is acknowledging that that needs to happen. And that's sort of like the first step. And once people realize that there may be an issue or a problem or a concern, then they can start to get the help. And also when you think about the rehab, it's supposed to be a safe haven where people can come, they could give their opinion, they can talk about things that may be taboo or that may be frowned upon in the larger society, but that's a safe space that people can go to. And that's sort of how I always resonated with that term. Not so much as in you have problems and you need help, but just a place that you can get to where there's other people also dealing with things, things like life. And to one person, their definition of my life sucks might be, oh my God, I cannot afford a billion dollar real estate. To another person, my life sucks means I'm in a neighborhood where I fear for my life. But regardless how both individuals look at the problems, those problems to those people are very, very real. And oftentimes people don't feel like they have a space to go for advice because a lot of people don't want to ask for advice because somehow there's a stigma against that if we ask for advice or if we are vulnerable or if we share our thoughts that we don't think are mainstream then maybe there's something wrong with us and the concept behind the rehab show then and now has always just been to talk about things that people are hesitant to talk about to give advice that people want but they're too shy to ask for it and the reason why i i did this freestyle episode today is because I was just looking at the the listeners and the two top listened to podcast episodes were how to move on from unrequited love and then about codependent relationships which for someone like me who's just fascinated by life and relationships and the entire dynamics, it, it's just so interesting that of all the problems that we talk about, of, and there's so many good things that I used to share on, on the, the radio station and now in the podcast, which has just been a continuation of that dream, that people still listen to episodes like that the most and that says something to me and it says that there's people that want advice but they don't want to necessarily go and ask someone for it that it's great that I talk about self-love and empowerment and how to manifest things and your mindset and how to elevate yourself and how to clap back but what really people 
care about more is how to shift away from pain at the end of the day. And there's a lot of things in life that can hurt us. But at the core of that pain is somehow relationships. Somehow. Like, think about it. Even if you lose a job, yes, that can be devastating. But what's more devastating is if your loved one was depending on you to support them and then you lost their job, your job. So it's not so much the loss of your job that may be as devastating as that relationship where you feel that you let somebody else that you care about down. And conversely, the flip side of falling in love and being with someone and having all of those amazing emotions is there's nothing in life is guaranteed. People that make it to the happily ever after, they're very, very fortunate. But make no mistake about it, it's not an easy road to get there. And by no means does it mean that they haven't faced challenges. And I make this comment often in my life when I see people go through stuff or when I feel like the expectations from me are higher than what I can deliver or when people are like, why are you frustrated or why are you angry? And I often find myself saying that It's really hard for me to like other people on a day-to-day basis because some days I struggle to even like myself. And that's a very real emotion and feelings that most people will not admit to. Because in 24 hours in the day, if you feel really awesome about yourself, kudos to you. But 99.9% of the people... I guarantee you do not feel that way. They don't feel that way 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year for their entire life. Because life happens. Sometimes there's so many things that are out of our control. Sometimes we're in a bad mood. Sometimes we're going through things. Sometimes we're struggling. Sometimes we're seeing our loved one go go through stuff and it's challenging. Because there's nothing that we can do about it. And all of those emotions are very, very real. And I know there's a lot of relationship and life coaches that give advice on move on, push things to the side. You should recover in 21 days or in 30 days. I don't believe in any of that because I think people's journey is very, very different. People's road to recovery is very, very different. Finding that self-love, it's a different path for everyone. And everyone's on a different time frame on when they get there and how they get there. And that to me is what I look at. Uh, from that lens as to why there are more people that come to the podcast and listen about episodes that are all about moving on or all about not feeling slighted or not being slighted in relationships is because that's the dark side of love, just like there's dark side of people. And for those listeners that are religious, the OGs, you've often heard me quote that everyone has a shadow side. And that's the reality of it. Listen, 
even the the saint was once a sinner and i firmly believe that i think if you dig in people's closets you will find out a lot more stuff about them (laughs) and the thing that's always comical and humorous to me is the people that pretend to have their shit together are the ones that have more skeletons in the closets than the crazy ones that you already know are crazy And I will pick a crazy person over a totally composed, sane individual any day because the sane individual is the one that'll scare me. Because you don't know what's behind that door. At least someone who's crazy will just tell you and be like, look, I'm going to slap you or I'm going to do this to you. And you're like, all right, well, that's fair enough. You gave me a good warning and perhaps a head start. But someone who's very poised and composed even in situations where you feel like they should be breaking down now that's a person to fear and this all ties back into the fascination with just people and being able to understand and I always look at it where we may think that the things that we experience and that we go through are singular and nobody else can relate to those emotions or those feelings but that's not the case When you think about heartbreaks, I think that's something universal. You don't need to speak the same language or be from the same ethnicity or gender to know what that pain feels like. The love between parents and their children, that's universal. Um, Loss, when you, you lose a loved one, I think that's very universal. When people struggle, some of the life challenges, I think those are very universal. And to me, one of the the absolutely amazing things that the rehab show, both in the radio and the podcast, has done is given me the ability and given me the chance to really look deeper into people's lives and be able to, like I said, make an impact, make a difference in some way. And I just think that that's such a blessing because not everybody gets to do that. And I think... Not everybody gets to do that because not everybody has a passion for it. And then not everybody also thinks that they can make a difference. For those of you that have heard some variation of the quote, the people that change the world are the ones that that are crazy enough to think that they can. I agree with wholeheartedly. I think there's a lot of times where people don't take chances in life because they're afraid of failure. They're afraid that there's they're going to make a wrong move and maybe they'll get judged for it. Or they're scared. They're scared to take a chance because they're afraid that what if they're not good enough and it's going to shatter some sort of a self-image that they have about themselves. And the easiest thing in the planet to do is not take a risk. Not take a risk when it comes to following your dreams, pursuing that opportunity that you think is beyond your reach, or going after that person that you think will shoot you down. And I know everyone is different in terms of how they handle situations like this. But if you imagine that the worst thing that can happen does happen, and then you were still alive after that, then it really doesn't seem so bad. So what if you take a chance and you fail? At least you know that there's that's the outcome of that chance. 
So what if you ask somebody out and they say no to you? Big deal. There's over 8 billion people on the planet. Assuming you're open to all sizes, genders, age groups. There's 8 billion people on the planet. So if one person rejects you, does it really matter in the grand scheme of things? And the reason why I think it's important for people to have that lens is, like I said, learn from other individuals' experiences. There's a lot of chances at a very young age that I didn't take. But I was very quick to realize that if you live your life with regrets, you can never move on and achieve your true potential. And true potential in any sense of the word. It can be something that you accomplish. It could be a relationship that you get to be in. It can be um, your ability to do something or your ability to become a higher uh, person or a better individual according to you than you currently are um, to expand your knowledge. And all of that stems back from the, the regret. And if there's one advice that I can give people is don't, don't ever have regrets in life. Whatever your heart tells you to do, just follow it. And I'm not saying you're going to be right 100% of the time or you're going to succeed or the outcome is going to be what you want it to be. You have a 50-50 chance of it working in your favor or it doesn't work in your favor. But at least you took a shot and you know what the outcome is, which is far better than always wondering, what if I, I take that shot? Where would that lead me? Or in hindsight, looking back and thinking, damn, I should have taken that shot when I had the chance, but I never had the courage to. And that's also what the rehab show is. I started telling all of you the story of how the show started and it was literally that moment where I just thought to myself, I was like, there's all of this difference that I want to make, but I don't know where to start and I don't know what to do. And there's nobody that I know that can essentially help me. But I remember somebody gave me a compliment years ago and they said, you have the ability to persuade people to get them to listen to you and you have charisma and let me actually tell you guys a story because I think there's a lesson in this story and then I'll come back to the rehab show so years ago I actually had a family friend that had a daughter and I remember maybe I was 11 or 12 years old and this family friend made a comment and she said that even though her daughter was a lot prettier, that whenever I walked into the room, I had the attention of the room. And when you're at that age, when you're still trying to figure out yourself and you're not fully sure of who you are or where you're going, and it's just a, I mean, let's face it, teenage years are a very confusing time. So at the moment where, where I overheard this comment, my mind didn't go to a place that said, oh my gosh, like 
I can actually walk into a room and command a room's attention. No, my mind went to, okay, so I guess I'm not that pretty. And this other girl is, all right, fine. Like, thank you for stating the obvious. And she was absolutely beautiful. But the fact that I didn't look at the positive and my mind just latched onto this subjective view also was something where I was like, if I feel this way at this age, I'm sure there's other women or men out there that feel something similar. And years later, when I actually did the rehab show and in the first couple of episodes, one of the topics was around that, around self-image and how we have to gain the confidence. And I remember thinking back to that moment. Now, the way the story, that story ends is the girl who is really pretty. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be really, really nice. Um, we all age and sometimes we don't all age gracefully. So now if I could go back and talk to my 12, 13 year old self, I would say don't focus on the beauty on the outside. Focus on your ability to make a difference, your ability to command attention, because those are the characteristics and the traits that will far outweigh beauty in the long run. And those are the things that that are really gifts, because when you think about it, everything about our appearance, I mean, now thanks to plastic surgery, we can definitely change. But if, if you're all natural, that's just something we don't get to pick. So for us to fixate on things that we can change is a frivolous waste of time. And I remember when uh, the first couple of episodes that I had with the rehab show, I just thought back to that moment. I was like, if somebody would have told me that in a few years, you will be on a platform where no one even gets to see you and they only hear your voice and you'll be able to make an impact, I probably would have thought that they were crazy. Um, so I think that, that that part is kind of interesting. And sometimes... I feel the need to share some of these experiences. One, because uh, some of you guys actually request to know about things like this. And then two, I feel like it's one thing to give advice that's very general. It's another thing to say that I live through something and I can tell you how it ends up being, which I think is a lot more powerful. Sometimes when I talk about the episodes on here about self-confidence, about self-love, all of those things, I think I'm very passionate about it because I've lived through it. And I can tell you what that struggle has been like. And there's so many people, so many people that may appear super confident, confident on the outside, but you don't know what that journey has been like for them. And that's just one example. And it's the same thing with people's skill sets or abilities where when you see someone that's really successful, you don't know what their journey was to get to that level. You don't know what they had to overcome, not only externally, but also internally. And that's the person that we can escape. You can literally fool the world. There's many, many top executives and countless celebrities and many, many governments that have managed to do that, which is to fool the world. But there's one person that you can't hide from and that you can't lie, lie to. 
and that's you. And that has been, I think, one of the most rewarding parts of the rehab show, which has been just making a difference in people's lives, but also seeing them change as part of some of the the feedback that's been provided or examples that have been shared or advice that's been given and just seeing them look at themselves and look at situations in a very different perspective. So I hope you guys like this freestyle version. Give me your feedback um, because then I'll do a little bit more of these episodes that are not tied to a topic, but just general examples, experiences, life, whatever. And that will give you a different lens of the person behind the rehab show and a little bit about the show. And if there's anything that you guys want to know about the show, myself, let me know and I'll do my best. I mean, I'll be honest, I've never been fully um, transparent because I think there's a part of everyone's life that is very special and sacred and it should be just kept off any type of social media or general platform but then like I said there's also experiences and challenges that people have overcome that really shape and mold them that I think gives more validity to what they're saying and credibility to the advice and the feedback that they're sharing and the the and the passion like why are people so passionate about what they do and I guarantee you if you ever find a person that's passionate about something there's a a story behind it and sometimes there's many many stories behind it so until next time this is your host miss anonymous you are now checked out of the rehab